Happy New Year's, Woke Fam. What's going on, everybody? How's everyone doing tonight? It's your host, your boy, Scott here from Woke Societies. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to do the show. I got plenty of plenty of content for everyone tonight. It's going to be really awesome. And I'm just glad to be hanging out with you all on another holiday here, just like we hung out on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and here we are, New Year's Eve. Maybe I'll even jump on later at midnight uh, just to hang out with somebody. I'll definitely be a little, um, definitely be lit up later. There's no doubt about that. But I just want people to see here this uh, this picture of Don here with his son playing chess. And supposedly Baron here is a master chess player. And uh, it's no it's no coincidence that uh, these pictures are uh, being floated around and all that good stuff. Thank you, Methods, for hosting me, my friend. I appreciate it. Um, and I just I just think it's really awesome. And um, it, it ties so perfectly into into what we're uh, what's going to be happening in the future. So I'm ready to go. How's everyone doing? Happy New Year, everybody. I would love to know where you're all from as you come in here. Watching from Florida. I am so jealous of you, Tracy Lee, in the chat. Super jealous. Let me know where you're all from and let me know what you're all thankful for. And are you happy this year is over? Are you? Ha- was this a good year for you? Some people it was. In some cases, it was the best year of my life. And in some cases, it was the, some of the worst times in my life. Um, I'm sure we could all relate to a little bit of that. But either way, it's going to be a good show. We're going to get into some dark, dark stuff. And I encourage all of you to watch the video that I did last night. It was completely random. I streamed a, um, a video, a video of this woman that broke down and gave a 40,000 foot view of really what this uh, what this virus is about. Ultimately, what these globalists want um, to make to enslave humanity, to eventually get rid of us, turn us into robots merge us with AI. We're going to I'm going to play a clip of it today because it ties into everything that's going on with China and this virus and uh, where I think Trump is going to be leading the country after he gets uh, after he's officially inaugurated again for his uh, second term. So we have all that. We have everything going on with uh, Walmart corporations showing showing their teeth, drawing the sand in the line. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a full out war right now. I'm in war mode. I've been in war mode since the election when I watched uh, when I watched the state stop counting at night, knew it wasn't good, knew this was going to be a shit show. Been living in a twilight zone when it feels like ever since. So here we are. Here we are. So welcome, everybody. I'm glad you're all here. Again, this is Scott, the host and creator of Woke Societies. Let everyone know, please share this everywhere on all your social media, even if you're still on big tech. Share this far and, ro- far and wide. There are very few channels out there. You guys all know me and my friends that do this on a full-time basis. They need to know we're out here. So many Americans are just so... They have no idea what's going on. They're still watching the news or some of them just turned off and they have no source of news besides the garbage they also see on social media. Let them know. Share this. Subscribe. It's, it's such an easy way to support and sponsor the show. Let them know we are the news now. And that's uh, it's just so important. It's so important. So what I want to do here now is we're getting everybody in here about five minutes into the show. Let's get into some of the random random news of the day. And then we're going to get into the, uh, the, main, the main event tonight. And uh, we're going to have a good time. So what I want to start off real quick, and I'm going to put this to bed after this, because the Nashville bomber, we talked about him in the last couple episodes, how uh, insufficient the FBI's explanation for all this was. But this came out today, and I could not help but show it to you guys. We're going to move off this quickly. But Sean Davis tweeted this out here. This is how pathetic 
And this is why I say no one, no one trusts them anymore. No one believes them. Look at this. The FBI was too busy investigating NASCAR garage pull cords and DNC funded anti-Trump fan fiction to look into this. What is Sean Davis here talking about here on Twitter? Well, Brittany Weiner here tweeted this out. We just received this report from MNPD Nashville showing Anthony Warner's girlfriend reported he was making bombs in an RV a year ago. I didn't, I didn't stutter. He was making bombs in his RV over a year ago. And it was reported. The FBI said earlier this week, Warner was not on law enforcement's radar prior to this innocent. You would think, ladies and gentlemen, you would think that something like that would warrant some kind of investigation, some kind of interview, some kind of follow-up. You're making bombs in an RV. And here we are. Here we are. On Christmas, the dude blows, blows himself up takes out a whole city block, destroys some buildings, and uh, nothing to see here, guys. Nothing to see here. He was a crazy man, um, believed in aliens and lizard people. He's a psycho. And they even tried tying him to Q somehow. Daily Beast tried it, which is pretty hilarious and very, just so predictable. Just so predictable. But this is where we're at with it. And again, I just wanted to bring that up here just to uh, just to get that off my chest, just to show you guys an update on that. And this is the perfect face here when I read this. When you find out the FBI didn't investigate a, cred- a credible bomb threat. Are any of us really surprised? Is this all of us? <laughs> I know he's not the most flattering looking man, but you get the point. This is, can, this is our uh, collective face. When the FBI says, ah, we're good. We're good on it. It's just unbelievable to me, but at the same time, it's not because this is the world we live in, but this is 2020. This is the last day in 2020, and I am so happy to be getting to 2021 because if we thought this year was crazy, this year is going to be, 2021 is going to be even more crazy. But as much as I love the new year that we're going into, I can't help myself. I have to troll Antifa. I have to make fun of them a little bit here as every opportunity that I can. This one will get, you'll love this one, guys. This is a spokesperson for Antifa from uh, from a from Antifa group Tacoma Housing. What Antifa did here was this was out, I believe, uh, Oregon or Seattle. I'm not. I don't remember what city this was. It's one of those uh, West Coast cities. That's where they're mostly from. Oh, Seattle. It's from Seattle. So Antifa decided to go in. They took up like 16 or something rooms, and they paid for the first night. And now they're just staying there. Or they were staying there. The hotel couldn't do anything about it. They didn't. They didn't want. They didn't know what how to get these people out. And Antifa was like, "Nah, we're gonna stay here." And the reasoning for it. Listen to the spokesperson give the reason for why they decided to stay in the hotel. What? Listen to this. Uh, well, he received over fifty thousand dollars in PPP loans from the government a few months ago. I assume that's because he was struggling and he couldn't pay the payroll himself. So, like most or all hotel owners, he's struggling right now because of the pandemic. In fact, we are bringing business to the hotel. We paid for the first night. And now we're demanding that the city and county pay for the other nights we've been here. We want to get him money. We want to get him a contract. <laughs> so, so this is her reasoning. You can't make this stuff up. The reasoning why they're staying there is because they're they're really looking out for the hotel owner. And what I mean by that is they're they're demanding that the city and county pay for the rest of their nights. So Antifa's getting free services from a hotel who's already struggling, but they use the they use this uh, this little psyop tactic here to twist and and twist uh, to twist and turn things and say, ha. But we're really doing the hotel business owner a solid because we're demanding that the county and the state 
<laughs> pay for this. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this up. And the hotel owner had enough of it. And supposedly uh, the police, they cleared them out, cleared the radicals occupying the motel. Chief announces zero tolerance policy. And the worst part was there were some legitimate people that were living there. And uh, they even got caught up in this and they were taken out. And they're like, hey, I've been living here for a long time. What the hell is this? But the whole hotel owner had enough of it. And that was the end of that. It just it's just insane. The warped minds of that younger generation, even not, not even younger, there a lot of them are my age. I mean, I'm 31, but dear Lord, dear Lord, this is uh, this is. I don't know why anybody would want to live in a city with that kind of inf- just infection, just of the of the warped mind. I just I, I want nothing to do with it. But these this is this is seriously what these people are thinking about. We're doing you a favor. We're not going to pay you. We're going to force everyone else to pay you. So you should be thankful that we're here occupying your rooms and not paying. It's just unbelievable. But an even better news. I have some good news today. Try to give you as much good news as long as as much as the bad. So here it is. This is from the state government human trafficking website. And now they have officially set up this website to do many good things here. It reads, the United States has made the global fight against human trafficking a poli- uh, policy priority and employs a whole of government approach to stop human traffickers, protect victims, and prevent this crime. Combating human trafficking requires a comprehensive, multidisciplinary effort. Within government, this means the participation and coordination among agencies with a range of responsibilities, including criminal enforcement, labor enforcement, victim outreach and services, public awareness, education, trade policy and promotion, international development and programs, customs and immigration intelligence, and diplomacy. Coordinated federal efforts that incorporate state, local, and tribal entities, the private sector, civil society, survivors, religious communities, and academia are essential to an integrated response to a human trafficking that leverages resources and amplifies results. So essentially, ladies and gentlemen, this website that you see right here is going to be pretty much this um, one-stop shop of of information where victims can go. Um, a list of charities and um, organizations that people can donate to or even become a part of. They're main, they're pretty much mainlining um, all legitimate information into one place, and it's run now by a government entity. And this, as far as I know, this wasn't done before. This was not done before, and um, it's just great to see again. This administration with uh, Mike Pompeo here, and of course, um, Trump's daughter, Ivanka, spearheading this. And since I've known, since I've been paying, uh, paying attention to politics, even when I wasn't awake, um, I don't ever remember hearing any kind of president talk about human trafficking and how much of a problem it is and combating it as much as, as Trump and his administration has done. That was a big deal for me when I was starting to wake up because I was like, everyone's bashing this dude, but he wants to stop human trafficking. And in my mind, slavery, human slavery is a huge, out of any black market, sl- human slavery and trafficking is the most profitable. It's more profitable than big pharma. It's more profitable than big big drugs. That That is the key. And for people like Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, um, Keith Rainier, all these big names, they were big into this stuff. And guess what? They came tumbling down under a Trump administration. That's not a coincidence, people. That is not a coincidence. But... Today, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to get a full 40,000 foot view of everything going on, and it's all going to get tied together here. You guys are going to get updated on what's going on in Georgia. We're going to talk about, uh, what's his name here? I'll find his name. 
Gotta get this name in my head so I can remember it. Jovan Pulitzer. Jovan Pulitzer. He was all over Twitter yesterday. The man that made the QR, um, the QR uh, scannable codes. He is, uh, he's an inventor, super smart, and he breaks down information that even a two-year-old can understand that this election was hijacked. Gonna talk a lot about him today. Gonna lead right into China. Everything I'm seeing with China and ultimately how this, this entire thing, this entire plan, this, this globalist agenda is to literally enslave us humans that these elite consider us a subspecies. I watched this video of this woman last night and I had it and I streamed it. I streamed the entire thing because I couldn't, I couldn't, it was only, it's only been on YouTube for a week. It's got almost half a million views and I couldn't believe it was still on YouTube. So I streamed it because I can't imagine it's going to be up there much longer. It's so good. And we're going to see a clip of that today talking about how important space, um, the frontier of space is and why so many people mock Trump when he made the space force, but it's all so relevant and you wouldn't know unless you're paying attention or watching channels like this. So we have so much. And, spe- uh, and speaking of just one more story here, this is disgusting. He, this guy must have been a never Trumper. Milwaukee pharmacist has been arrested for deliberately ruining hundreds of doses of coronavirus vaccine by removing them from refrigeration for two nights. The spoiled doses were given to 57 people. I mean, I know this is going to lose you your job, but... A- <laughs> Who God knows what effects that's going to have on those people. And I'm sure, I don't even know if those people are going to have an alleyway to sue. Like, how sick do you have to be? Do you hate the vaccine? Do you hate Trump? Do you hate everything he stands for? I don't know this man's politics. I'm just spitballing here. But my God, my God. And then to administer it to people, I just, you got to have some evil in your heart to be doing stuff like that. When you deliberately go out of your way, maybe you're just your life sucks and you want to make other people's life suck. I have no idea. I have no idea. But it's really, really awful to see how, how far people will go and, uh, to screw other people's lives up. But it is what it is. And last thing I want to show you guys, we're going to make it quick today because I want to get in the content um, that I want to share with you. It's, it's, this, this is one tweet from Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter. This is it. He tweeted 2030. He tweeted this out last night. And so many people like Elon Musk here are like, let's make the Roaring Twenties again, the great, the greatest Gatsby. People were joking around uh, saying, uh, you know, what does he mean by this? Viva Frey here said something that caught my eye, which is exactly my line of thinking. Jack finally publicly admits he is all in on the Great Reset. Unless his account has been hacked again with the hat with the laughing emoji. Ladies and gentlemen, the elite are throwing their entire plan in our face and they know what's coming and we are in the middle of stopping it. And Trump and us are the only thing, the Patriots, the America First Party, we're the only thing in their way right now. And this is why they hate us. They're deplatforming us. They mock us. They call us racist. They project everything that they're doing and saying that we're doing it. It's all connected. This virus, this is not a pandemic. This was the biggest psyop hoax that was ever perp- uh, that was ever put on the, on our civilization, and all of us fell for it, and we're all to blame for it. But we're not we're not out of it yet. I haven't lost hope yet. This isn't a Blackpool episode. I can tell you exact. I can promise you that. I'm not black pill on here. You guys know that. I'm just here to give you straight up and to let you know and just show you exactly 
what we're fighting up against and how serious it is for our future families, our children. Watch that interview. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this link right now. These people legitimately think we are a subspecies. I'm gonna drop this right now. Thank you for the diamond. Love your show. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for coming in from 412. I appreciate that. So I'm gonna drop that link there. I played it last night, I streamed it, and it was kind of like a little watch party, and I gave, I gave like a 30-minute rant of what I thought about it. A lot of people enjoyed it. They had a good time with it. So I might do more stuff like that. I, I'm going to get a lot more creative as far as shows. But I just dropped it in the Twitch chat, the, uh, I almost said the YouTube chat, my God, D Live chat, and you know what? I'm going to go into Pilled real quick and drop it there as well. Because you guys, you guys dropped need- that link there. You guys need to watch it. It's that important. That's why I streamed it last night. But you're, got, you're going to see a clip of it uh, tonight about her five pillars of what's going on and how the ultimate goal is to enslave humanity and pretty much introduce transhumanism. And I've talked about that in the show before, exactly what that is, merging man with AI. And I know this sounds insane. This sounds crazy, but that's where they always get you. This is too evil and crazy to be true, but that's the ultimate deception. Which is why, I mean, I never believed any of this stuff going into it until I started really looking at myself, getting the bias out of the way, and then the truth is revealed. So, I'm going to play an interesting, awesome video made. His name on Twitter is Thug Life New Shit, um, and an excellent meme I just came across. And I just want to play this. He's got this cartoon meme video, which is so good, just to remind people um, of exactly how we got in this situation with the voting and the election fraud and all that stuff. There's a lot of Easter eggs in it, a lot of funny, um, quick quick connections to so many things. It's great. You guys are going to love it. We're going to play that right now, and I'm going to see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. Here's to 2021, ladies and gentlemen. I love you, Woke fam. 
Let's have a good time tonight. It's time to get the show started. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. I get everyone pumped up <laughs> got me pumped up again let me get him on the screen here that was thug life new shit with that video there i thought i saw that video i'm like man that is good that is good stuff that'll get everyone riled up for the show the music was great the video was great just so much truth to it and uh i just loved it just loved it so welcome in everybody um, we have a packed house already. I see people coming in from 412 Show. Thank you, Adol, for uh, sending your your audience or shared audiences over here to have a good time. We're all one big family, though. And I love that we have a variety and that all of you can see, watch whoever you like and just have a variety of different personalities and the way we deliver it. And it's all good. I, when people go and watch Frank or watch other shows, I'm no offense to it at all. We're all in this together. And that's always been my motto. And we all have the same intention and goal in mind to get the truth out there. And that's exactly what this is. So please like, share, comment, get this out to all your friends, share it, DLive. Um, we're on Twitch and we're also on pill.net. And for the meantime, on Periscope. So get those, uh, get that out there and let them know. We are the news now. So we have a we have another packed house here, and we're going to hit those awesome numbers. And it's, we're already at 3,000 viewers. I can tell, guys, we might break some records tonight. So here we are. So where are we going to begin tonight? Before we get into the super dark transhumanism uh, stuff with China and all that stuff, we have to talk about this man. This man that goes by the name of Jovan Pulitzer. And we mentioned a lot of this. Not a lot of this. We mentioned some of this with methods yesterday, but I had to weigh in myself because... When he when Method sent me this clip, I, I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta get this! Uh, I gotta see if Sydney Powell has seen this yet." And be, before I knew it, this was going on everywhere. I know a lot of you have seen this, but it's so important for the ones that haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna play it right now. There was a Georgia hearing yesterday. More Georgia hearings, more hearings. I didn't watch it because I'm honestly hearinged out. I've watched so many. I've I've covered so many hearings since the uh, since November third when all this stuff started unraveling with Giuliani with Jen Ellis. Covered it to nauseum. And for me, it's like, okay, we're at the point. We know all the fraud. We know most of everything that happened. Who's going to be this one that steps up and just turns this around in a, in a court? That's the goal right now. So there, so there was another hearing yesterday in Georgia, and this man, uh, Mr. Pulitzer here, was speaking, and he gets up in the middle of it. I think it was almost at the end of it. And he literally says, guys, because there is a, there's a Georgia runoff um, election coming up. And they're the same machines that were used in the general election are being used for this one. That's not, that's not breaking news. And it's a huge problem in why so many people are like, do we even vote? Do we show up? Go out and vote. Go out and vote. 
But there was a story that happened, and he brings this up in the middle of it. They literally, him and his team, were able to hack and get inside one of the polling pads, which gave them access to all the machines in real time while the hearing was going on. Why is this important? Because it debunks all the nonsense about these machines not being um, connected to the internet, having information coming in and out of them. They're supposed to be completely disconnected. And literally, as we're going to do another election here that's going to decide who controls the Senate, his team hacks one of the polling pads from the hearing room in that room at that time and gets up and, and tells all the, uh, all, the, uh, all the people at the hearing this is what's going on. Watch this video. It's absolutely insane. Mr. Chairman uh, and the committee members, I respectfully request uh, that you afford just a couple minutes to Javon Pulitzer. He's just informed me of some very serious new evidence that he's just obtained from a Fulton County voting uh, polling place within the last hour, and I think this committee uh, needs to hear this. Okay, we'll give him, can you do it just a couple of minutes, two minutes? So as we uh, all know, there's multiple teams working on this and our technology teams into it. And as was broke uh, early in the week and last week about connected devices at this very moment at a polling location in the county, um, not only do we now have access through the devices to the poll pad, the system, but we are in. And it's not supposed to have Wi-Fi, and that's not supposed to be able to happen. So we've docu documented now it's communicating two ways in real time, meaning it's receiving data and sending data. Should never happen, shouldn't be Wi-Fi. We've now documented it in real time so we can suck down the data. But that's going on right there where everybody's voting. And I just wanted to get it into the record. Thank you. Oh, it's in the record. It's in the record. Now, originally, originally, before that even was out, he had said him and his team were able to gain access to the machines through a, a smart thermostat in the rooms. That was originally how they were able to get that. They didn't release that yet until they, until they realized they didn't even have to do that anymore. They could go directly through the polling pad. And the polling pad has all the information on there they can need to gain access to the machines. He says it's called daisy chaining. If you can gain access to one thing, you connect it to another and to another. And the next thing you know, you've hacked the system and you're inside of it and you have the controls at your fingertips. If him and his team are able to do this in the United States, other foreign countries, other foreign actors, other bad people that want to undermine our, our true one expression of democracy, they can go in and do whatever the hell they want. Now, I know that was uh, this was yesterday's news, but I wanted to play that for anyone who didn't see it. With the holidays coming up, everyone's very busy. But there's a whole theme with this that's coming up here. An entire theme. Now, this man was on with Red Pill. And when, when um, all this election stuff started coming out, the first, one of the biggest um, theories out there was uh, Trump had somehow or come, come up with some way that marked these ballots. Um, they, put a, they put some kind of a mark on it or a watermark that they could track these ballots and be able to tell which ones were fake and if there was any that were printed. And it was this entire thing. This man was one of the uh, is one of the inventors of such technology. He's he's been he's did he's um, done inventions with dial up, the original the startup of the internet, um, paper reading, machine learning. He's he's a genius. The man's a true artist. I want I'm going to play this video here and break down exactly why this is so important right now. Because back a, few, a couple months ago, I was just so so tired of hearing the theories with no sauce. I didn't I didn't really buy into any any of this stuff. 
I, I've heard about this guy. I knew he was a smart dude. But now it seems like with everything going on, this has now become the forefront and a huge focal point. I want you guys to listen to what this man can do and how easy it is and how quickly this man can go in if he has access to the real ballots, the real ones that in Fulton County, especially the ones that came out of the State Farm Arena, how quickly and efficiently and how easily he'll be able to tell where these came from, if they came from America, if they even came from China, any country. Watch this video. This is why this man can blow up the entire thing. Because the, the, how we blow this entire thing up, woke fam, is through transparency. Watch this. Well, did you know from a forensic level that you can tell absolutely the difference between paper here in the United States or paper that was made in China? There's different formulations, different inks, even different fibers. And on our systems, we're able to tell every one of these. But the bottom line is really simple. Regardless of the side you're on, this is no longer about the president. This is no longer about parties. This is only about you as a citizen. Will your vote count going forward? Pulitzer, who created QR code Scan to Connect and helped pioneer fixed dial-up internet, switched gears after election night. He says when he saw the ballot counts spike for Biden on election night and heard of witnesses testifying about masses of mail-in ballots with no folds, he was moved to create technology to check the authenticity of a ballot using a forensic scan. Checking the folds is part of the forensic inspection. Pulitzer explains the technology can also detect the kind of ink used to mark the ballot. All of these have unique IDs, but you, the one that was done by a machine, because their printing dynamics are completely different, sticks out like a sore thumb. Here is a fake squiggle by a computer. Even though they could try to come up with fake squiggles by a computer, the one on the right, you still see the artifacts left over by it being a simple printing mechanism. All of these can be easily decoded. He says he's working with litigators to potentially do these forensic scans in many of the contested states where some suspect fraudulent ballots were counted. But the first step will be right here in Georgia. So we're hoping to get this done Tuesday or Wednesday uh, unless we get blocked by either the county or the, or the court. And Favorito says if the court dismisses the case, they are prepared to take it all the way up to the highest court. Melina Weiskup, NTD News. Now everyone's like, oh my God, the Supreme Court. If they're going to go to the Supreme Court and just get shot down, no one's going to listen to them. What if the court blocks them? Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I personally believe I don't think it's going to take that. Because from what I'm seeing here, this is going to move uh, pretty quick. This is going to move pretty quickly. And after that evidence had come out, after that video, the first video I showed you, um, of where he's like, listen, I just hacked into these machines. This needs to be taken care of right now. It cannot wait. And what happened? This is from the Epic Times. Georgia Senate panel requests forensic audit of Fulton County absentee ballots, the real ballots, not these fake ones. They could end up, some of them could end up being fake, but they're going to get into uh, the actual ballots that were counted and all the fraudulent ones are going to be wrapped up in all this as well. So Georgia Senate Election Law Study Subcommittee unanimously passed a motion during a December 30th hearing to request an audit of absentee ballots in Fulton County. The senators are asking the state's largest county to make the ballots available for inspection through the method outlined during the hearing by digital ID systems inventor Jovan Pulitzer. 
Pulitzer suggested all absentee ballots in the state of Georgia be forensically examined and fraudulent ones identified in just a matter of hours. He called on state officials to allow the examination. And the best part about this, ladies and gentlemen, this was a bipartisan committee. And you know what they all did? They all unanimously, unanimously agreed to have this audit done on both sides. Because if you start, if you start going down the road of just, they've already done this. Let's not start going down the road, but when he says I can find out in two to three hours, which you're going to see in a moment here, I can figure these out in two to three hours for one state, one county. He can move pretty quickly through the rest of the states as well by able by figuring out where the paper was from. He could. He said he can even figure out if someone who had touched the paper, if they were a smoker. He says he gets down to the nanoparticles, the frequencies in the paper, the folds, any all the stuff that the human eye would miss. And he is... He is so smart and has been doing this for so long. Um, he can do it in a matter of a few hours with his team. So this is the news we're hearing coming out of this right now. People are like saying, we need to get this done now. We need to get this done now. We can't wait. Well, breaking Georgia GOP. This is from John Fredericks on Twitter. Georgia GOP senator just granted a hearing Monday, this coming Monday, at uh, 1-4 one, one at 11 a.m. on emergency petition to visually inspect and forensically examine all Fulton County mail-in ballots. That includes those uh, processed at the State Farm Arena. Remember, the State Farm Arena is where they said they had the broken pipe, which all it was was a urinal that overflowed a little bit, and they said that was the reason they shut down that same State Farm Arena and those that auditors detected as potentially fraudulent. So this is being moved on very quickly, extremely quickly. And I want to give a shout out to Methods because I saw I saw um, he shared this, and I just threw it in the show here just to give some more context. Somebody tweeted this is Sandy on Twitter. So when exactly does Jovan Pulitzer get a hold of these Georgia ballots? He actually responded, says mere hours. Now let's hope. And I'm sure if he gets them today, I'm sure whenever he gets it, he is going to dig into these ballots and he's going to bust his ass to get these results, and he's going to drop it as soon as possible. And the thing is, when that guy's like, well, if the courts block it, what if this is this and that? At this point, guys, if I'm, if I'm one of these people, if I'm on these uh, committees, if I'm Jovan, screw the courts. Screw all of that. Do it yourself. Do an independent audit. If you can get access to them, do what you can. And then after you get the information out, release it to the public. Let us see it. Let's get the transparency on that. Let the media bury themselves even further. Let the Democrats bury themselves, even the rhinos. Let them bury themselves even further. I'm all for it. The only way all of this gets fixed is if there's transparency, and there has been almost none of that. And thanks to Rudy Giuliani, his team, Sidney Powell, and Wood, all of them, because of them, we have some transparency into what happened on election night. And thank God. Thank God. We're going to come out victorious on this. But imagine, imagine if we had no transparency at all. We had no idea. All we were told is all these fake stories and we just stopped and these are the results. Now shut up and continue on with your lives while we take over and we install communism into the United States and becomes a a arm of of the CCP. That's essentially what the media wants, what the left wants, what the establishment wants. Actually, the funny thing is the left... They don't even care if this happens. The left will stand, they'll dance on our ashes while everything's burning around them. And then once we're all burned up, guess what's going to happen? Communism's going to come for them too. And then they're going to realize, oh shit, we're in the trap too. We just didn't realize it. We actually helped usher this in quicker. 
That's why I laugh at trolls. That's why I laugh at Media Matters. That's why I laugh at all these people, these, these 20-something-year-olds who think they're actually doing something that's, worth, that's, that's worthy of any kind of recognition, or you think you're relevant at all because you hunt people down, ruin their incomes, and shut patriots up. It's so funny to me. It's so funny. And the more we get silenced, the more you attack, the more you prove us right. And it just fuels our fire. So let's see what happens with Javon here. I've, I've been following him on Twitter now. He's on my notifications because, like I've been saying, transparency blows this entire ship up. And that's exactly what we need. And if this man says he can do it in a couple of hours just for one of the biggest counties in Georgia, guess what's going to happen? I'm sure there's going to be a ton of people in Arizona, in uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, they're going to be reaching out to this guy. Listen, if we get if we get our ballots, can you do ours too? And this man's a patriot. Of course he's going to do it. He might already be set up to be doing that right now. We don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But it's something to be excited about. But I want to bring this up, uh, this quick point here from Rudy Giuliani that tweeted this. In a country with a free press, you would know. The Georgia Senate Judiciary Committee issued a report demonstrating the vote was stolen from real Donald Trump, which was proven. The vote was unanimous and bipartisan. You would never see this in a mainstream article outlet. Bipartisan, unanimous audit on both sides wanting to review this. Because the thing is, for me, it's so easy. It's so easy. If the leftist wants us to shut up, us, the neo-Nazis, the conspiracy theorists, the far-right fringe groups that we were labeled and thrown into, if you want all of us to shut up and go away, prove us wrong. Show us the hard facts and numbers. Show us that you didn't cheat. Show us that your states didn't literally break the con- your own constitutional law. Show us that. Prove it to us. And if you can prove it to us, we will go away. If Joe Biden legitimately won this, this, uh, this election, I would still continue doing woke societies. I wouldn't stop. But you know what I wouldn't be doing is burning shit, burning businesses down, ruining other people's lives, canceling other people. We would all simply just, we would accept it. We wouldn't, if what, this is minus everything we know now, obviously. But that's just give you some, to, uh, some uh, perspective of this free press we have in this country, which is a joke. So we not only have that bipartisan to audit Fulton County's absentee ballots, and they also want to decertify Biden. And that's huge. That's absolutely huge. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens with this because it's all going to come out. Now, that was, that was out in Georgia. To carry some news here from Pennsylvania, this was another another update of what's going on in Pennsylvania. Members of the PA House and Senate write letters, this is from the Gateway Pundit, Senate write letters to McConnell and McCarthy to dispute fraudulent election results after the 205,000 bogus votes were discovered. Now, we talked about this the other night when I showed you the graphic of how there was like an insane, there was more votes than voters and nobody in in Pennsylvania can give an answer to it. They've lost voter rolls. They just, they can't find chain of custody for things. They just don't know. But yet Tom Wolf, the governor of Pennsylvania, certified these anyways and pushed it through. We all know what's going on here. We all know. But watching it does not making us feel better. And it infuriates so many, including myself, including myself. So we all know Doug Mastriano here. He was one of the original ones, um, the first one that Rudy Giuliani and his team went to do the hearing, and he was a pretty stand-up, stand-out figure. He was awesome. True patriot. So he authored the letter, I believe, 
Yes, on Thursday, he and several members of the Pennsylvania House and Senate wrote a letter to Mitch McConnell and House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy asking the GOP leaders to dispute the fraudulent results in PA. There were several irregularities, anomalies, and outright fraud in PA, and that stole the landslide election for President Trump in the state. And 27 other Pennsylvanian lawmakers signed on to the letter on Thursday, pretty much outlining all the fraud. How can you certify this? Why is this not looked at? And pretty much demanding that we halt what's going to be happening on the 6th, the electors, to stop it from happening until this is investigated, and then we can move on and decide what we do from there. It's it's great. I hope it does something. When I think of letters, I'm just like, oh, this is a sternly written letter that's going to go to Mitch McConnell, and he's probably going to throw it in the garbage. That's what I think. That's what I think. You can call me negative, you can call me whatever you want, but when you have the Supreme Court that won't even listen to this, I have a hard time believing that letters are going to do much, but it's something. At least something is being done. They're not sitting there and rolling over, but maybe, maybe there is some hope for it. We'll see. Does anyone really trust Mitch McConnell at this point with what he's been doing with the COVID relief bill? Let's be honest here. You think Mitch is going to be like, oh yeah, America first, after we, we, we had to practically have the president step in for us to give us Instead of 600 to 2,000, because Mitch and Nancy Pelosi were both fine giving us crumbs. And all of a sudden, you think Mitch is going to be like, yeah, America first. All right. Get out of here with that garbage, man. No one, no, one, no one believes that. Absolutely nobody believes that. But this was his actual tweet here talking about it. Members of the PA House and Senate request that Mitch McConnell and McCarthy dispute the PA election results until an investigation is conducted. They wanted a full-out investigation. And they might, they might actually get one at some point. We're just going to have to see how this plays out. We're going to have to see because I really don't know. And again, this is from just the news. Amid claims of unexplained ballots, Pennsylvania Pennsylvania officials are still unsure how many voted in 2020. And they still, to this day, ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about a joke of a system that runs our elections. They haven't even uploaded full voter uh, histories to this day. Not going to go into the article that gives you enough context of what's going on here. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. There was news out of Arizona last night showing they have these things called phantom voters. There's between 100 and 400,000 phantom voters just in Arizona. That happened out there. And the latest news as far as lawsuits and what's coming here, Lynn Wood filed an emergency petition. Uh, I think this was this was this was this morning at 131, 1230, 12.50 this morning. We're going to talk about Lynn Wood at the end of the show here because we got, we, got, we got some things to talk about with Lynn Wood. Attorney Lynn Wood files an emergency petition in the U.S. Supreme Court seeking to halt the Georgia Senate runoff. Another rigged election must be, uh, be prevented. The same machines that you saw Pul- Pulitzer hack into, that, that same state, those same machines, Lynn Wood is calling for an emergency petition to stop it from happening because it's the same stuff. Do I think it's going to work? The Supreme Court has yet to step in and look at any of this because in my honest opinion, they don't they, they don't want to be the end all be all and get into the politics of who's going to be the president and who's not. Pretty sad excuse for a Supreme Court in my opinion. But you all you all know how that goes. So that is your update as far as um, lawsuits and um and new stories and things leading up to um, revealing more fraud, being more transparent with it, and all that other good stuff. So this other news I want to talk about because it's very interesting. I showed you guys the Pulitzer video where he says, I can figure out 
if this paper came from China. And for me, that that is the that is the thing. If that can be proven, more if, even if they even if they find um, ballots printed in America, which I'm sure there was a bunch of those as well. If they can find ballots printed from Iran, from China, that were used and counted and validated, that is a whole new ball game. A whole new ball game. So with that news, and the thing is, Trump Trump's on top of all this stuff. He knows stuff way way ahead of us. I was talking on um, Tuesday about why is Pence going out to Israel? Why is he going out there? And he's, he was scheduled to go out there after the 6th. And a lot of people, a lot of people are on the fence with uh, Pence. A lot of people are. I am I'm in the same camp as well. Why would Pence go out to Israel right after the 6th when he hasn't traveled international at all? And I gave you guys my opinion on that. I said maybe he's going to do a peace deal. Maybe he's doing some relation work, international relations work. I don't know. There's been a lot of peace deals in the Middle East. Maybe Pence wanted to get out there. I have no idea. But new news came out yesterday saying, this is from the Times of Israel, Pence's final visit to Israel before leaving office is canceled. And I love how they say before leaving office. I, I'm, it's so funny how these media outlets are so sure, so sure of themselves that it's, it's all over. But Pence's final visit to Israel before leaving office is canceled. U.S. Vice President reported planning multi-day stop in Jewish state on trip abroad after validating Biden's electoral victory. Very interesting. No reason was given for the cancellation, which was first reported by the Ynet News site. Pence was reportedly scheduled to make a number of stops on a final world trip before leaving office on the 20th. Earlier this month, Politico reported that the vice president planned to take off on January 6th. The same day, the U.S. Congress is scheduled to confirm President-elect Joe Biden and was called back not to do it. Remember the story I told you guys where the White House staff for President Trump was emailed, stop packing your stuff up, stay put. That was reported by the fake news. It might have been New York Times. It was one of them. But I remember seeing that because it just triggered the hell out of the fake news. Pence is getting called back. White House staff is getting called back. And not only that, not only that, it was also reported that Trump left Mar-a-Lago down in Florida and he canceled his New Year's Eve party that hundreds of people had bought tickets for. This is from Brian the Great. Trump left Mar-a-Lago early to go back to D.C. and he landed there probably about 30 minutes to 45 minutes ago. There was a video of it. Him and, and, him and uh, his wife looking amazing as usual. Trump left Mar-a-Lago early to go back to D.C., canceling a New Year's Eve party hundreds of people had bought tickets for. Pence cancels trip to Israel. Something is up. And so, so many people were upset about this, especially the fake news. Trump and First Lady leaving Mar-a-Lago a day early, heading back to the White House tomorrow at 11, missing the New Year's Eve party that hundreds bought tickets for. I'm sure the people that bought hundreds of tickets for, whatever this is, this must be super important for him to be coming back early. So I just wanted to point that out here. From what I'm hearing, it sounds like there is something being set up. Something big's dropping. I know a lot of people are reporting that there's going to be this secret executive order or secret mis um, mystery bill that's supposedly supposed to be coming out tomorrow at the beginning of the year. Still, that is still to be determined to be determined to see what that is. I've made so many predictions on this show. And again, I always if I if I put out speculation, I always say it's speculation if I don't have sauce for it. Just pure, uh, pure predictions. 
Not going to predict this one, guys, because it's been too much predicting, and some of it's right, some of it's wrong, but all I can tell you right now is something is happening. Something big is being set up. We all know January 6th is the big rally. He's literally called everyone that can go to go there. He said it's going to be wild, all that crazy stuff. He left Florida early, canceled his New Year's Eve party to come back. Maybe something popped up on the radar that he was waiting for now. It's finally ready to be set. It's very interesting how Trump operates. The thing is with Trump, he always comes out of nowhere with something that no one saw coming. And it just, it takes over. We're going to have to wait and see. We're going to have to wait and see. So I want to transition gears here. Because what I'm seeing in the world is absolutely insane. I'm seeing a, the fracture, the fracture in our country has already occurred between the left and the right. And it sucks because I hate being labeled a Republican. I can't stand the Republicans. I'm not a Republican. But there is a clear fracture happening in our country. And we saw that happen clear as day yesterday with Josh Halley. Now, everyone heard the news, Josh Halley. He was the first senator to step up and say he is going to back Trump. He's not going to stand by and let the voter fraud go through, which I can commend. I can commend Josh. I can. I know it was on with Methods yesterday saying I wasn't too impressed with Josh um, after he signed the original um, omnibus bill to put it through. because And his excuse was, well, it's something for the Americans and I'm OK with that. I was not cool with that at all. Ted Cruz was not was one of the out of the six out of the ninety whatever people there were didn't sign on with that. But Josh Josh did. But he is stepping up to the plate here. He's stepping up to the plate. But there was a story that happened, as we all know, with Walmart um, with the tweet, and this was it. This was the deleted tweet, of course. Josh Halley announced that he was going to do this, and this was a remark here from the Walmart official Twitter. Go ahead, get your two hour debate. Hashtag sore loser. And I can't even tell you the amount of damage that did to Walmart. They probably lost billions of dollars. They probably lost God knows how many customers. And there's this old whole stereotype, and I don't think it's true, that rednecks and Trump supporters and, you know, poor people, they go shop at Walmart. It's all bullshit. I see people of all different kind of ethnicities, different kind of income. They, to me, poor people don't go to certain, maybe, I don't know. It's just this whole stereotype, right? It's just ridiculous. So that had come out. You have corporations as huge as Walmart. These businesses that have been allowed to stay open, like Home Depot, like Lowe's, like Costco, all these businesses that are big corporations that have been able to stay open because they're, they're labeled essential. All it is is a word. And you're wiped out all your small business competition. And then... You have people going out of business, losing their restaurants, losing their livelihoods, not knowing how to pay their bills, how to pay their employees. And you see something like that from a corporation. And now, most likely, this is probably some 20-year-old that maybe didn't realize they were on the Walmart official Twitter account. I have no idea. No idea. But it caused such immense damage to their image, to their stock. And it's probably temporary. Walmart's gigantic. But either way it still puts a sour taste in all of our mouths and we don't forget. We don't forget these things anymore. But Josh put out a a tweet in response to all this. Thanks, Walmart, for your insulting condensation. Now that you've insulted 75 million Americans, we at least apologize for using slave labor. Really fiery stuff. And the response from Walmart was the tweet published earlier was mistakenly posted by a member of our social media team. We deleted the post and have no intention of commenting on the subject 
of certifying the Electoral College. We apologize to Senator Holly for this error and any confusion about our position. You know the sad part about this entire thing? It mentions nowhere that the employee was fired, was let go. It honestly wouldn't surprise me behind the scenes that this was celebrated. It's celebrated because the, the truth of the matter, Patriots, and you all know this, and we allowed this to happen. We, we were sleeping out the wheel, and me included. We have left, we have allowed the left and the political machine, the establishment, to gain control of the biggest corporations in America, big tech, the ones that have the power. They, everything is run through this sick, cancerous, anti-American, globalist agenda a lot of links through China. They, they are all. They all remained open, while our small businesses died. This is all part of a huge plan, ladies and gentlemen, to centralize power, political power, strangle out the small man, the businessman, the regular people like me and you, and it's drawing a line. And the fracturing is continuing to happen. It's continuing to happen. That's going to play into the topic that I'm going to get into with China. And this transhumanism and this idea of why this virus happened in the first place. But let's hear from Josh real quick about why he wanted to stand up for 74 million Americans that feel like we have not been heard. Take a listen. Well, first of all, I I don't recall hearing the Democrats make any such outrageous claims when they were the ones who were objecting during the Electoral College certification in 2004 and 2016. Democrats have done this for years in order to raise concerns about election integrity. Now when Republicans, 74 million Americans, have concerns about election integrity, we're supposed to just sit down and shut up? I mean, somebody has to stand up here. You've got 74 million Americans who feel disenfranchised, who feel like their vote doesn't matter. And this is the one opportunity that I have as a United States Senator, this process right here, my one opportunity to stand up and say something. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So kudos for him. Kudos for him. My thing is, I hope this works out some way, somehow. We'll have to see what happens. I've, it's hard for me to trust anybody, guys. It really is. It really is. Is is. We have been just so desensitized to corruption by politicians and our government. We, we just keep making excuses for it and making excuses for it. And then we get latched on to certain senators. We see them in these hearings. We see them go after people with their words, but their actions prove nothing. Is Josh Halley getting, getting ahead of possibly running for a presidency by doing this? Is there ulterior motives? I'm sure there are some, and that's fine. But I want to see how this all plays out before I throw my eggs in any more baskets where I, f- I fully trust any of these politicians. I'm just being honest with you all. I'm glad he's stepping up, and, I'm gl- and I hope more do. We're going to find out very soon exactly who's on what side and all that stuff. But when I'm talking about these corporations, though, these corporations that have completely profited their net worth by, ladies and gentlemen, billions Billions of dollars. While you're not allowed to open your business, run your restaurant, you're not allowed to. This is what it's all about. The elite getting more elite and more powerful. From the New York Post, these billionaires' wealth ballooned by a record total in 2020. The past 12 months have been brutal for many Americans with tens of millions losing their jobs due to the coronavirus pandemic. And you guys are going to have, you're going to know these names on this list and you're not going to be happy. The 10 richest men 
in the world have added $341 billion to their collective net worth in the last year, a sum greater than the market value of Coca-Cola and Snap Incorporated combined. Of that figure, $265 billion comes from just the five wealthiest individuals. From Silicon Valley to Omaha, Nebraska, here's who made out like a bandit in a year dominated by bad economic news. First one up was Elon Musk. I don't want to dive into him too much. I'm, I don't know where Elon Musk stands as far as a humanitarian, um, just being an overall good citizen. I, I haven't seen much bad out of Elon Musk, but I, I just don't know. He profited a ton off this, but he's not really who I wanted to focus, focus on. Jeff Bezos from Amazon. Bezos kept a firm grip on the number one spot in 2020 despite stock sales that have added up to more than $10 billion, which are which were outweighed by Amazon's 77% stock surge driven by soaring demand for online shopping. The CEO saw his fortune surge by $77 billion in 2020 as stuck-at-home consumers turned to the e-commerce juggernaut for their shopping needs. And on also on this list, we have Mark Zuckerberg. $24.7 billion worth of revenue added to his net worth. And to make this list, you all know him, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, the former, former world's richest man, didn't make too many headlines in 2020, but that didn't stop him from raking in the dough. He added $18.2 billion to his net worth. And because we're talking about Walmart, they also made the list. The three Walton siblings saw their fortune grow by a combined $26 billion as Walmart grew its e-commerce operations. And when you see Walmart tweet things out to Josh Halley saying, sure, go ahead, get your two hours in, your hashtag sore loser. How do you think, what kind of message does that send to the American people? What does that send? What was this virus really about? What was it all about? And when you really dive into these things and look as to what the hell is going on here, it really, it's not a surprise when you really look at it. And when you see it, it becomes so clear and so clear as day as to what happened here. We've been saying, why can I go into a Walmart, but I can't go into a local mom and pop shop where they sell cakes and go or go to a restaurant when there's 100 people inside of a Walmart building, but 10 people inside of a restaurant, that's, that's not okay. None of these things make sense. It's on the guise of science. We all know how that goes. But it's really insane. And again, this is painting the picture of ultimately where I want to take you guys today. So I want to get on to China, and then we're going to tie this all together for all of you. There was a report here that came out from Daily Caller, and originally from Axios. And I believe by the end of this, guys, by the end of whatever this election is going to have, I believe, seriously, there's going to be some kind of war declared on China. I really believe that. It's not going to be what, what we think with World War II and soldiers and, and soldiers dying. I don't think it's going to have to go that far. But what we're seeing here with China is super scary, and Trump's been railing about China ever since he took, took office. Media wants to focus on Russia, 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 and you can tell right away. If that's their focus, you know it's mostly lies. But I want you guys to look at this report. Trump was briefed on unconfirmed intelligence that China is paying bounties to target U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Now, before we dive into that, remember the story, ladies and gentlemen, that originally came out about this? It was originally Russia that was paying bounties uh, to, F to uh, Afghanistan soldiers 
to target U.S. troops, and that got debunked extremely fast. There was no there was no briefing for the president on it, and the story just went ran rampant. None of it was confirmed, and it was everyone just you know that's what the media wants to focus on Russia. Now, now. We get more reports. Again, these are these are considered unconfirmed re- intelligence reports, but China is actually paying the bounties to target U.S. troops in Afghanistan. But there's a huge difference, a huge difference with this story and the last one. President Donald Trump, the difference, Scott, is, ladies and gentlemen, he was briefed on this. The other one, he was not. He was actually briefed on this. So this must have been a legitimate threat. Donald Trump was briefed earlier this month on unconfirmed intelligence that the Chinese government has paid bounties to non-state actors in Afghanistan to target U.S. service members, according to a report from Axios, Axios also reported that the Trump admin is declassifying the intelligence, which was briefed to Trump by National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien on December 17th. U.S. officials are still trying to corroborate the information. The two senior administration officials who spoke to Axios would not describe the source of the intelligence or which non-state actors the Chinese government has allegedly paid. The U.S. has evidence that the PRC, People's Republic of China, attempted to finance attacks on American servicemen by Afghan, by Afghan non-state actors by offering financial incentives or bounties. Other intelligence sources told Politico that the intelligence about China is very thin and based on rumors. And again, Politico, huge fake news outlet. One of the sources told Politico that the intelligence is not as strong as the information that indicated that the Russian government has paid bounties. That story to them is much more stronger. And immediately I'm going to think you're full of it. And anytime you try to downplay China, I'm immediately suspect of your information and your motives and your narratives. Because if you're going to bring up one country, why can't another country do it as well? Why is one country downplayed over the other with real proof? Trump was actually briefed on this. And he's going to declassify it so other so we can read it. But I'm going to bring you the Axios article real quick because I, 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 I don't trust Axios much at all either. But why does this matter if this does turn out to be pretty uh, true? If this intelligence were to be confirmed, it would represent a dramatic strategic shift for China and sharply escalate tensions between China and the United States. If the intelligence does not prove accurate, it raises questions about the motivations of the sources behind it as well as the decision to declassify it. China has long played a quiet diplomatic role in Afghanistan, inviting Afghan Taliban officials to Beijing to discuss plans for a peace deal and encouraging an Afghan-led solution, though Chinese-made weapons and financing have, have at times flowed into the conflict there. I love how they throw that in there. We want peace, but, you know, China has, you know, they've uh, put in money and weapons into financing the conflicts that have been going on there. Really? The whole entire point here, ladies and gentlemen, is that China is going to be problem number one. When Trump gets in for another four years, my opinion on the entire thing, as much as we possibly can, we need to cut China out of our economy, cut them out of our technology, cut them out of everything. And I have nothing against the Chinese people. I have everything against their corrupt fucking government that has ruined our lives because they hate what this country ultimately stands for. We need to cut them out all the way, completely. So I want to paint a picture here, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to lead to this video here that I cannot wait to show you all. How does China do all this? How do they infiltrate? We've known they infiltrated our colleges, and they've also infiltrated our media. 
How do they do that? It's very simple. The National Pulse. All major Western media outlets take private dinners, sponsored trips from Chinese communist propaganda front. And this is exactly how they do it. Other outlets involved in the propaganda operation include Forbes, The Financial Times, Newsweek, Bloomberg, Routers, ABC News, The Economist, The Wall Street Journal, AFP, Time Magazine, LA Times, The Hill, BBC, and The Atlantic. The relationship is revealed in the Department of Justice Foreign Agent Registration Act, FARA, which, side note, Hunter Biden never bothered to sign up for. This was revealed through those filings, which reveal a relationship spanning over a decade between establishment media outlets and the China-United States Exchange Foundation, the QCEF. QCEF is a Chinese Communist Party-funded initiative founded by Tung Chi HWA. The group also targets American universities with offers to fund policy research, high-level dialogues, and exchange programs. The effort, according to the U.S. government report, aims to co-opt and neutralize sources of potential opposition to the policies and authority of its ruling Chinese Communist Party. How does China come in and get what they want without forcible war? You get your people installed, you get them, you pay them, you blackmail them, whatever it takes, and you install policies that are favorable to the communist nation of China. That's how you do it. And this is just one tentacle of how they do it with our media. United Front strategy uses a range of methods to influence overseas Chinese uh, communities, foreign governments, and other actors to take actions or adopt positions supportive of Beijing's preferred policies. It continues targeting reporters. They go after journalism, journalism students. In 2011, this is why I want to paint this picture, ladies and gentlemen. This has been going on way before I was awake, way before a lot of us knew this was going on. 2011, Farah filing highlighted by Axios detailed QCEF's agreement with American lobbying firm BLJ. It outlines how QCEF set out to effectively disseminate positive message to the media, key, influ- key influencers and opinion leaders, and the general public regarding China. In order to develop favorable coverage in key nation media, BL- BLJ will continue to organize and staff they call familiarization trips to China. They're sending our journalists to China on trips. This includes recruiting top journalists who travel to China selected for effectiveness and opportunities for favorable coverage. Pretty much gifts, uh, trips, whatever you want to call it, we're going to do all these nice things for you. But in exchange, we need you guys to never paint us in a negative light. And they do it when you come out of school. Your minds are more malleable. You're younger. This is how they do it. And they go after the top influencers, top journalists. This is how you get infiltration to get cover for yourselves. Why is this why is this so important? They found out BLJ, this lobbyist firm, directly contributed to or influenced an average of three articles per week on those mainstream media outlets. That was back in 2009. We're 11 years now. This was in 2009. Imagine how much how worse it is now. While universities, including the University of Texas at Austin, have divested from QCEF in light of its Chinese Communist Party ties, the same cannot be said for dozens of Western media outlets. A filing dated January 1st, 2012, show outlets including the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, all the ones I just showed you here, and CNN, of course, and more. And what were they doing? Participating in private dinners at the home of QCEF's American lobbying firm CEO. 
this is how they do it. You want and dine and you get the, you get the policies and you get the coverage that you want. And this is exactly how they do it. And we're going to end it here. A 2014 filing reveals that the lobbying firm BLJ arranged private dinners in New York and Washington, D.C. on behalf of QCEF with over 20 attendees, including the New York Times, the Washington Post, Routers, AP, BBC, and more. It's not just American journalism. It's the Western world's journalism. They aren't just coming after the United States. They're going after Europe. They're going after Britain. They're going for everybody. China wants to rule and dominate because they literally believe it is their God-given right to enact their government and to have complete control of everything and everyone. They really believe that. And that was just half the article, ladies and gentlemen, painting a picture from 2009 to 2014. And I'm sure, as you saw through the years progressed, it was more, more journalists, more outlets as the years progressed. And you sit here and you wonder why, Scott... Why don't they cover China? Why is it always Russia? Now you know why. They've been doing this for over a decade and probably even longer than that. And this is just one way that they infiltrate. There's levels to all of this stuff. And I found this really interesting from Chillum on Twitter. The majority of money to fight Trump this year came from 29 anonymous six-figure donors giving up to $800,000 each by way of American Bridge. American Bridge's non-cash gifts, including shares of Beidou, a Chinese tech company with ties to China's Communist Party. There is a full-out effort by the CCP to overturn our elections, and this is exactly what they're doing. It's what they're doing. And this tweet I'm going to show you here was one covered by me and Methods yesterday, because I told you. It was, it's in the BBC, too. These journalists out there, you think we have, we're the only ones with fake news? The entire world has fake news. Citizens reach out to me for different countries and they say it's just as bad over here that it over there that it that's here. When you see tweets like this, though, this is what I'm saying. Corporations are drawing the lines in the sand. Um, politicians are drawing the line in the sand, Republicans, Democrats. And now when you look over in Europe, Ursula von der Leyen, tomorrow's post-COVID world needs a strong EU-China relationship to build forward better. But this requires corporation reciprocity, and trust, especially in our trade and investment relationship. I'm glad to exchange on this President Xi, on this with President Xi jointly with the EU co-president. Got to get a drink real quick. Why the hell do you want to team up with China? They gave you the damn virus. They did this to you guys, and it's even worse. It's even worse for them. They don't have guns, guys. They have no guns. What do you do when your government is still... Imagine if Trump was saying saying to us that we're going to team up with China. We need to have better relationship with China and to, go through, and, to, and to move forward. Can you imagine what the streets would be looking like right now? It would be chaos. It would be mayhem. Europe is dealing with that right now. And Richard Grinnell tweeted this one out. Europe has been moving away from the West for years. Consecutive U.S. presidents allowed this to slide, but not Trump. Trump demanded more from the transatlantic alliance, and many European governments, not all, responded by saying Trump. Trump was too demanding. You know you know what that tells me when he says Trump was too demanding? Trump was putting America first, and instead of us getting, uh, bleeding out our resources, bleeding out our money, literally bleeding our country to death, 
Trump put America first, and for this European transatlantic union, it was too much demand on them. Too much demand coming from Trump. Europe should, should be solidly with the West. And here he tweeted this guy, Benedict Rogers, who, at all, who put this great little thread out. To the increasingly ludicrous European Union, why is the case for freedom so difficult? Why is the case against slavery so hard to grasp? Why are you so blind to genocide? With Europe's history, these values shouldn't be so difficult to comprehend, yet you're, so, you're going to sell out to China. It took a free Britain under Churchill to liberate Europe from Nazi occupation. It took a free Britain under Margaret Thatcher to liberate much of Europe from Soviet occupation. If you sign this deal with the CCP, it will take a free Britain again to liberate Europe, and we will. So Europe, what do you want? Liberation or occupation? Democracy, human rights, liberty, and the rule of law or Chinese Communist Party dominance? Your choice And if you're on the side of freedom, work with us or fight the CCP invasion. And that's exactly what this is. And for Britain, good timing on getting the hell out of the union and doing your whole Brexit thing. As as messy as it was, it happened. It happened. I don't really trust Boris Johnson because he's doing more lockdowns, but at least you broke off. And good thing, because it looks like the rest of Europe, France, all those other countries, they want to cozy up to China. And China is loving every bit of this. They act like your friends. They're going to stab you in the back at some point. One more article before we get to this video that I want to show everybody that ties us all together. We were talking about space before when I brought up Trump and the Space Force, how people mocked him, how Steve Carell even put it on Netflix, made this stupid movie making fun of the entire thing. Right now, in this video that I watched, that you're going to see in just a moment here, this woman here, she, paint, she paints a picture of how do you know which countries have the most power in the world? Before, it was the seaways, the highways, and the oceans. Whoever controlled the most of the seaways, the trading routes, that's who held the most power. In a lot of ways, that is still the case today. But the thing is, With our more advanced technology, space, little space, has become that new frontier. And all the satellites, all the satellites that are in around the Earth, there are thousands of companies that have satellites all over the place for all different purposes. But out in space, there is literally a highway, just like there is for ships in the oceans. There are also highways for satellites as well. And you know Trump made the Space Force and people mocked him. Why do we need a Space Force? Space Force is, be, uh, space is becoming the next, the next realm of warfare. And you're going to see this in just a moment, how big of a threat China is. And all this is going to come together for you. It's amazing. From the Wall Street Journal, China exploits fleet of U.S. satellites. Uh, U.S. satellites to strengthen Police and military power. Now, mind you, this was from April 23rd of 2019. So this was was last year. But I want to paint this out. It's an older article. But I want to show you guys because China has not stopped. They have stolen so much of our technology. And you know damn well a lot of it has to do with space. Has to. Orbiting 22,000 miles above Earth, a fleet of American-built satellites is serving the Chinese government in ways that challenge the U.S. None of these satellites have been part of efforts to connect Chinese soldiers on contested outposts in the South China Sea. 
strengthen police forces against the social unrest, and make sure state messaging penetrates far and wide, according to corporate records, stock filings, and interviews with executives. A 10th satellite under construction by Boeing would enhance China's competitor to the U.S. global positioning system. Besides civilian uses, the navigation system could help China in a potential conflict such as in guiding missiles to their targets. U.S. law effectively prohibits American companies from exporting satellites to China, where domestic technology lags well behind America's. But the U.S. doesn't regulate. Listen, this is so important. People don't even, I didn't realize this till today. But the U.S. doesn't regulate how a satellite's bandwidth is used once the device is up in space. This has allowed China to essentially rent the capacity of U.S.-built satellites it wouldn't be allowed to buy, a Wall Street Journal investigation found. Tangled webs of satellite ownership and offshore firms have helped China's government achieve its goals. Some of America's biggest companies, including private equity firm Carlyle Group, in addition to Boeing, have indirectly facilitated China's efforts, the journal found. So... Instead of just stealing the satellites, they let them go up and they're somehow able to use the bandwidth of these satellites to carry out exactly what they want to do. It's a nice little sneak around. And I'm sure these companies like Boeing know this, but guess what? They're still making a shit ton of money from the military industrial complex and they're going to continue to do so as it's needed. So what is the point of all this, Scott? Why did you show me all this? Why, why does all this matter? What does this have to do with the virus? What does this have to do with everything we're literally going through right now as far as our lives here? Well, I'm going to show you. This was a clip. I played this entire thing. I streamed it last night on my YouTube. Her name is Catherine Austin Fitz. She she is the uh, creator of the Solari Reports, which I'm actually going to subscribe to her um, after this weekend. I'm going to show you about three minutes, three or four minutes of this woman's testimony of what exactly is going on. Her resume is stellar. She has worked for some high up government agencies. She's completely in though. She's an economist. She is, she is everything you could possibly ask for. And I can the definition of a based woman. You're going to see it right here. What she is going to show you are five pillars, five pillars. We talked about big pharma today. We talked about satellites in space. We talked about the military industrial complex a little bit. What does all this matter? The media, the propaganda, China. What is this all going to? The elites, the corporations. It sounds crazy. It's all about 2030. It was Agenda 2020. Now it's Agenda 2030. Trump has ruined it. Trump has, Trump, no one was expecting Trump to get in and why it's so important he wins again. It, ta- it took about, what, Eight years of Obama, all the damage to be done. It's going to take eight years of Trump to undo all that damage. It's going to take that. What I'm going to show you here ties this all together. And really the ultimate goal of these elites, people that think we're subhuman, these billion, these billionaires that literally think we're, we're a subspecies. She's going to paint this picture here of why this all matters and how ultimately this is going to lead to human slavery. And I know that sounds crazy, but just watch this. And so transhumanism and technocracy go hand in hand. Now, I would describe this as a slavery system. So we're talking about shifting out of freedom where we have freedom to roam and freedom to say what we want into a complete control system 24-7, including mind control. Now, the challenge before us is if the, you know, sort of the committee that runs the world, my nickname being Mr. Global, if Mr. Global wants to go to a slavery system 
and we want to remain a human civilization, then we have a fundamental disagreement, and that is the disagreement before us. And um, we get to the uh, uh -huh. the diagrams here. <laughs> okay. So if you look at what's going on, we have the tech people building the the clouds and the telecommunications. We have the military doing space and operation warp speed. So they're putting up the satellites, okay? Then we have Big Pharma, which is making the injections that are full of these mystery ingredients and the change, modify your DNA, and for all we know, make you infertile. Um, and then we have the media pouring out the propaganda. And then we have the central bankers engineering the to to the crypto the central bank crypto s systems so you have these different pillars and it's very important when you look at what's going on day to day particularly in the media they're trying to keep them separate so that you can't see how they're going to come together in an integrated system which is basically integrated into your body and your mind for what purpose to, to institute the slavery system so in other words if i I'm going to do everything through a smart grid, and I need to run the smart grid into your neighborhood, and then I need to run the smart grid into your body. The question is, how am I going to build it out in your neighborhood and build it out in your body without you seeing the trap? Right? So, so that's why you try and keep these different lines separate. So if you listen to the central bankers, they try as hard as they can to stay away from these conversations. So it was interesting, I was watching an IMF presentation on cross-border payments and the Federal Reserve Chairman, uh, the, the head of the IMF mentioned the digital uh, global ID system and you would have, the Federal Chairman, the Federal Reserve Chairman almost blanched and you could energetically feel him moving like a galaxy away, like no, 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 because you know, they're, they're more, they're 325 million Americans and they're more than 325 million guns and he doesn't want everybody to see this until the trap is thrown. It's too late. Have we been put in a trap this year? Yes. <laughs> right, but the door hasn't shut. And I want to leave it at that. The door has not shut. Now that, there was 50 minutes of that. And I can tell you right now, guys, if my mods can drop the links to that, it's still on YouTube. That is 50 minutes where you'll be on the edge of your seat that you can show your friends, your family, you can show them all of that and really show them everything. This is, it's not about, this is, this, this, a part, a big part of this was a getting Trump out, getting him out. The elite cannot have him in there. He, the, he has thrown a monkey wrench in their plans. And this is why it ties everything together. You have the military, military industrial complex. You have big tech, you have big pharma. She mentions Bill. She she talks about Bill Gates a lot in this video, and we were we were we were told we're conspiracy theorists, we're crazy, and if we just accepted that and just walked away in shame, we're gonna wake up one day and realize the trap is set. You see, smart meters being installed in homes that are terrible for your brains, being installed all over the country. How do you do this? And you don't even realize it. And she goes into so many, so much. She talks about so many things with the Democrats and say, if Joe Biden wins, they're going to come right after our guns. That's going to be the first thing they're going to go after. 
it's really it's really insane. She paints this perfect picture, and you wonder how can people like Jeffrey Epstein be so vile and so disgusting? Why do these elite pedophiles do what they do? They literally look at us as resources and things to use, and when they're done using them, we're discarded. And you just saw it here: injections that will go into our bodies to to connect us to AI. And they, she goes into crypto, how they want these uh, these these centralized banks want to make everything digitized, no currency, giving them more control. Again, she says these are all control control, uh, control structures. All this stuff, it's all about control. And then eventually, we turn into the resource itself, and then we become obsolete. Where literally these these billionaires. Why they want to deal with uh, humans that have drama, that have problems, that make mistakes when they can just have robots run their businesses for them. They have their families. They can do whatever they want with their genetics and completely enhance themselves. And us, the subspecies, eventually just dies off. Now, like, oh my God, this stuff is so depressing. It's so this. I don't think we're going down this road. I think this was their attempt that we are really seeing what the end game is with this. Why why the corona was used. It was used for many different things. In China, of all the uh, eco- um, economies in the world, they're the ones that are doing, as far as uh, the numbers-wise right now, the best out of anybody. And as far as I know, their, their whole entire lockdowns were over in the summer. Funny how that works. Yeah, here we are. Here we are, and there's a new strain out already. New strain hasn't been reported anywhere else. Um, and to me, it's, a whole, it's all fake. It's all garbage. It's all garbage. It's all fear porn. And uh, it really puts into perspective where we're going. So I highly encourage all of you to go and watch that. So we're almost at 7 o'clock. Time flew by here. I need to get to the sponsor of the day, my mother's business, which is a Lula Wellness. This is a diet that yours truly is going to be starting on um, on Saturday. And... You guys, you guys got to check this out. I did this diet about three years ago, and I lost 30 pounds in about uh, three weeks. So Breakthrough M2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopath, homeopath uh, liquid drops and structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help to clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need. Abnormal fat. While in the program, you'll take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use a detailed food list and exact amounts to help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You drink 98 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for a woman is 20 to 25 pounds. And for men, you can, we can lose up to 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So if my mods can, please Drop this link. I'm about to drop in the chats here. And if you could please just let them know. This is my mother's business. I have done it before. And all that good stuff. And I'm going to be doing it again with you. And you guys are going to see my transformation um, along with many, hopefully many others. So again, this is support. This is my mother's business. She's been doing this for about 10 years. This is a diet I can promise you, you have never done before. You're going to see super fast results. It's all natural. You get a coach. It's crazy. So go sign up on that form. I can tell you, you're going to end up probably speaking to my sister when you get on the phone. So go check them out. Support the sponsors, supporting the show, and all that good stuff. So, man, it's already it's already 7 o'clock, guys. I had so much stuff I wanted to cover here. You know what? Let's do this real quick. 
I want to get into, uh, I want to get into, uh, some rampant speculation here and to end on a good note. So people, Trump was seen yesterday golfing. And this is why I just want, I just want people to be, uh, just, just stay encouraged with me. All right. Just stay encouraged. Nothing to see here, but your all-time favorite president hitting the links again today, driving the fake news media into another fit of rage. He's not doing this, ladies and gentlemen, if he was uh, if he was out there to lose. Trump wants, he wants to show, he wants to air evidence to Americans before Congress certifies elections. So that could be tomorrow. It could be who knows when. But he wants to air on a national televised event more evidence before January 6th. So that to me is very interesting. Now, I want to play this quick video of Flynn. It's 25 seconds. People that are concerned about everything going on um, with Trump, why hasn't he been out been out in the public more and all that stuff? He really needs to show up here. Listen to this, and this is why I trust the man. Here we go. And he knows, he knows that the advantage, Donald Trump knows that the advantage in life, in business, and in wartime goes to the competitor that does not flinch and does not broadcast his game plan. You heard it there, guys. You heard it there. We're all trying to figure out what the hell we're doing. What is going on, Trump? What are you going to bring us? I don't know. I don't know, guys. So thank you all for joining tonight. It's 7 o'clock. I'll have to save my rampant speculation for another time. We're going to find out anyways. But if you guys can for me, go check out WokeSocieties.com. Go check out the website. It's got everything you could possibly need on there. You got my store, my contact information for my email. You can sign up for my email list, my video replays, donations. Go check out the store, guys. It's got so, so many things. So many things. You got all the Woke merch, the hats, Christmas ornaments, probably too past that. We're going to take those down soon. But you got all the Woke merch, T-shirts, hoodies, V-necks for the ladies, the coffee mugs, beer beer glasses. We got everything. We have these high-quality Yeti water bottles, uh, the Woke Society's beanie, all the trucker hats, snapbacks, all these cool designs. We even have magnets now working on getting stickers as well. But we have some really awesome stuff. And as the events com- continue to come out, we're going to... Uh, we're really... We're going to have some pretty good stuff, especially when Trump's officially announced as the president again. It's going to be great. So go check out WokeSocieties.com. Go check out WokeSocieties.tv. That is another great way to support this channel on a full-time basis. It gets you access to the Roku, which you guys can now watch on TV. And that is all done right through here, WokeSocieties.tv. It's a monthly subscription. It's cheaper than Netflix. You can do yearly or monthly and you can watch it from the comfort of your home. You just search my channel on the Roku, and it pops right up there. All that fun, good stuff. All the uploads are there, and eventually the live streaming is going to be set up on there as well, so I can directly live stream to all of you on that exclusive channel. And we'll also have exclusive content just for my WokeSocieties.tv members that is just exclusive to them. So go check that out and all that good stuff. And guys, don't forget, I'm on Rumble. I'm on BitChute. I'm on Odyssey, the library app. Um, and when you guys go into uh, Rumble, 
do woke societies as one word otherwise it does not pop up i don't know why it pisses me off that it's like that um bit shoot you can do the same thing it's either together or separate i don't remember there's so many platforms i'm on but go check them out go subscribe like share subscribe tell everyone we are the news now so depending on, on the events that happen tonight ladies and gentlemen i might hop on uh maybe maybe around midnight where i'm gonna be a little toasted <laughs> just hang out have a couple drinks with you all. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's get into the top contributors of the night. I know we got to three and a half thousand viewers on D Live here, close to four hundred on Twitch and on Pills. Pop over to Pills here, please load. I know why it does this sometimes. It'll load eventually. I know we were over four thousand, but either way. Let me open that chest. I'm opening the chest now. I always open the chest and then people like three minutes later are like, you never open the chest. It, it, the chest, guys, you, you guys drive me nuts with it. But it's open. 30 seconds. Let's get to the top contributors of the night. JNR2528, Castle Drummer, Chrissy M, DJD75, Dshan. Where'd you go? Space Ghost, BDR357, number three for the night. We have two bullet suicide, 2.2 thousand lemons, Patriot 714, 2,788 lemons, and top contributor, my man, Mr. JB3. Thanks, thanks for uh, contributing so much, man. I really appreciate it. You're you're one that I think you might be the top contributor of the month. I'll find out in a little bit. At 15,794 lemons. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got rid of the uh, stickers because of the chest, because people were just spamming stickers to, so they could get to get lemons. That's not why we're here. That's why I got rid of them. And it was causing an ab absolute chaos, absolute chaos for my mods, who I, I, who I appreciate very much also, by the way. Thank you guys for modding and always being here doing that. So the chest has been released. All that good stuff. You guys are all set. You got everything you needed. You guys can also donate to the cash up as well. All that stuff, it's all there for you. All ways to contribute to the channel. This next month's gonna be crazy, guys. It's gonna be crazy. We're gonna know very soon uh, what direction we're going in, but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nuts. I highly encourage you all. Please go watch this video. I'll drop it again. I feel it's so important that you guys watch this. Gen sixty seven. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for the diamond. Thanks to Methods. Let's see here. Who else we got? We got Tron. Tron Anon hosting, Methods hosting, and we, the People Insider, also hosting. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I really do. I really appreciate it, guys. We're all in this together. Love these guys. So tomorrow, guys, I'm going to be on with Red Pill. I'm going to be on Red Pill tomorrow night. That's going to be fun. I think that's at 10 o'clock Eastern. And then Saturday, we're going to do another show here on my channel. And then next week... Next week's going to be packed. Next week's going to be packed. Sir, uh, Sir Squatch. They won't be able to walk down the streets January 6th. Yeah. Good luck to Antifa showing up against 2 million Patriots. Have fun with that. That's going to be. It's going to make some, some good videos. Please, yeah. Speaking of January 6th, before I get into next week, please, guys, bring... Have backup plans to your plans. 
bring extra food. Restaurants, they're gonna, there are so many establishments that are gonna be orange man bad. They're gonna close down hotels. They're gonna cancel on you. They're gonna close restaurants despite you. That's all it is. They hate us. They hate all of you. Have backup plans for yourself. I know people are trying to coordinate food trucks and all this craziness down there. Please be safe when you go down there. Best, best Nani. Happy New Year, Scott. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you so much for the diamond. So next week, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, I'm going to be on with True Reporting on his channel. I got I got to confirm the time again, but Monday is going to be with True Reporting. Tuesday, my show. Wednesday is going to be with Methods. Thursday, again, my show. And then Friday, I'm going to have Robert Beatles, also known as Crypto Beatles. Um, I've been on his show a few times. He's coming on my show. We're going to do a special interview with him. And we're going to have plenty to talk about. That's going to be after the 6th. And um, we're going to get into crypto stuff. People that don't really understand crypto. I want to talk about the pros and cons. How it has to do with what we saw Catherine Austin Fitz here talk about. As far as uh, centralized banks using crypto to digitize our currency. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it both? There's so many things I want to get into with him. So that's Friday and then Saturday again, another stream. So guys, you're getting six days Six days of content next week out of me. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a busy week for me, but it's gonna be awesome. So that is the schedule. That's the schedule for next week. It's gonna be great. Uh, after this, I mean Frank's. Uh, I'm looking at him now. Frank is not. He doesn't have a show going right now. He's got a rerun playing, so maybe he's taking the night off. Usually Frank is on at seven o'clock every night. Maybe he's taking it off. So I don't know who else is on tonight, guys. I have no idea. I'm not going to update my schedule on about because my my schedule for woke size is not changing. Those things I just told you about are on other channels. But if you follow me on Gab, follow me on Twitter, you can even follow me in the chat. I update in this chat as well where I'm going to be at what time. So just be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for that. But my schedule still stands at Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And once I get a co-host, there's going to be two more days added to the show as well. Love to be a five-day-a-week show, but I need a co-host. This is too much for me to do by myself with family and everything else. So, No Frank tonight. You have to keep going. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I haven't really watched anyone's show in weeks. But how are you guys feeling? Did you guys already start drinking for the night? I would love to know. Are you guys celebrating New Year's? Are you going out? Are you staying home? What are you doing? I would love to know what you're all doing. Somebody says, I think Frank has plumbing issues. Well, hopefully not. That sucks if that's true, but... Maybe he's just taking the night off. <laughs> Somebody said no weed. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that. That's never a good time. Staying home. Working. Oh, working. My God, I'm sorry. How's the baby maker? My wife is doing great. She is resting right now. Ah, space shot and table of Titans on a 930. So there you go. Got to wait a little bit, but I will be hosting them on this channel. So that's you always watching my channel here. They're good friends of mine. Solid dudes, really smart dudes, smarter than me. They put on a great show. Hulkinator, Tron, Ardok and space shot. That is truly a table of Titans. That's four. Amazing minds for amazing uh, opinions and great conversation. Long-form conversation. It's really good stuff over there. I love listening to those guys. 
And yes, oh my gosh, how did I forget? Go to Gab TV, guys. Subscribe to my channel on Gab TV. What am I doing? How did I forget that? We're almost at a thousand subscribers on Gab TV, which is great. It's at 977 right now. Yes, you guys can go there. Go check them out. There's my Gab TV. Please subscribe there for my replays. That's a great idea. Yes, our doc is very informative. He is extremely smart. Dude's got a brilliant mind. I can tell you that much. He is fascinating to listen to. Very smart. That's why you listen to him, though. You're not going to get that content anywhere else. I can promise you that. All right, going to stay on to the end of the song, and we're gonna I'm gonna bounce on out of here. You might, you guys might see me later. I like the beat in the background. I'm glad you guys love the music. I spend a lot of time getting music for the show. I produce my own shows. I do everything. One day when this show hits the big time, though, if I can just show up and speak, that's the dream. But honestly, I love doing all that. I love doing the music. I love setting the entire show up, doing it, switching cameras, doing all that stuff. It's fun. When are you and Abe going to get together? Me and Abe, we can do a show together anytime. I, I have no problem with Abe. I've done it. I've been on his show, I think, twice. And it's always a good time with Abe. It's just scheduling it and getting it done. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's a good idea. Yeah, there you go. Huge asshole. <laughs> Thanks to the diamond. Come back pie-eyed and laughing. That is a extremely good possibility, my friend. That's extremely good possibility. I got some I got some stuff lined up for myself. And all that good stuff. Yes. Hey, if smoking is your thing, you like the mar marijuana? Hey, I, I have no judgment, no judgment on you. This the marijuana should have never been um Illegalized or banned in the first place by the government. That's a whole separate story. It's a whole separate rabbit hole I don't want to get into tonight, but hey, if that's your if that's your uh, your thing more power to you I got no problem with it at all No problem at all You drink you smoke you do both you do one over the other It doesn't really matter as long as you're having a good time. You're not hurting anyone you're not breaking any laws It's all good. It's all good. It's not a drug, it's a plant. 420 all day. Stay chill and woke up. <laughs> hey, I'm not arguing with you guys. I'm not arguing you guys. No problems here on woke societies with that. I promise you that. The chest is open. See, I told you guys. I isn't it, I just called that. I opened the chest. People yell at me for opening the chest. I open the chest. People still ask me for it. It's okay though. Alright, guys. I'll probably see you tonight. It'll be a good time either way. We'll just hang out and talk. Maybe do some rampant speculation. Maybe we can just watch Linwood's tweet uh, tweet timeline. Maybe I'll keep that up because that's what I wanted to talk about then in the show. His insane timeline of him calling out uh, Epstein, saying he's still alive, and and what was his name? Judge Thomas calling him out. Like I don't know if it's doing good or bad. I really don't know. But what I do know is what I can't wait for on, on uh, January 6th is more of this, but with 2 million people. Remember this? 
Man, I get the chills every time I hear that. Imagine two million people yelling and screaming, fight for Trump. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, guys, I'll see you probably tonight. It's going to be a good time. We'll hang out and do all that good stuff. Judge Roberts, yes, that's the one. So stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke.